professor, physician, epidemiologist. I am Dr. Sri Banerjee. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Sri Banerjee, core faculty for the College of Health Sciences and Public Policy at Walden University. This week in research theory, what you'll be going over is uh, how to find a proper quantitative article. When many students are first uh, starting out trying to find an article that is sufficient, then um, a lot of times students go into a meta-analysis uh, please note that uh, meta-analysis is not quite, does not fulfill the requirements of a quantitative study. So what I did here um, in this, this segment is I pulled up one of my uh, personal articles that I um, uh, actually published with uh, Dr. Panis, uh, and uh, this was actually uh, talking about the triple thread between uh, cardiorenal syndrome and diabetes. Um, even though cardiorenal syndrome, just a side note, um, seems like one disease, and in fact it is two diseases, uh, renal and uh, cardiovascular at the same time. Uh, diabetes is an um, extra comorbidity that makes things um, move faster, progress, um, and cause a lot of disease and um, eventually mortality. So what defines a quantitative article? Um, diabetes and cardiorenal syndrome. Um, this, as soon as you look in the abstract, you can find out um, what are the results. Um, and as you can see, uh, one of the telltale signs of uh, quantitative study is you'll see p-values. Not always is this quantitative. Uh, most of the times, uh, and then you'll see an odds ratio um, which has a 95% confidence interval of 6.13 and 7.75. So for those of you uh, that are um, well-versed in quantitative, uh, can you tell from just the confidence interval if, the, um, if, if it is significant or not? If you said it is significant, or that you can find that out, then you are correct. Usually when the confidence interval is between, uh, is, is over one, then that is considered statistically significant. So the confidence interval should not include one. Um, the next thing that you wanna look for is uh, how many times or what the odds ratio is. So when it's 6.89, that's there's two ways to interpret it. Um, it's 589% increase um, or 6.89 times higher um, for CKD to no CKD. Um, these are some fine nuances that you don't necessarily need to know at this point. Um, it's good to uh, be well re rehearsed in that. So that when you're doing your dissertation or your capstone, then uh, you're halfway done by knowing this. So diabetes is strongly associated with type 2 cardiorenal syndrome. And 
uh, type 2 cardiorenal syndrome uh, is actually when it's a chronic disease and when the heart, like say heart failure, starts to affect the kidneys, then uh, the kidneys are starting to affect the heart. When this simultaneously happens in a chronic manner, then it's known as type 2 cardiorenal syndrome. So the reason I selected this article is because there's a lot of different components to this and uh, it's actually open access. Not many of my articles uh, that are peer reviewed and uh, scholarly as article is open access. Um, this one is the exception. Actually, the publisher uh, provided the cost for um, publishing at open access. Many times you'll see in journals, um, article schemes is that uh, you are requ required to buy open access. Again, this is beyond the scope of this course or um, beyond the scope of this assignment. However, I think it is important to note uh, some of these things. So try to, uh, and I would strongly recommend, in fact, uh, it's almost required, uh, to find the full open access article or go to the library. Um, if you can't find an open access um, any other way, a Google search or any other way, go ahead and visit the Walden Library and they have an extensive amount of journals that they carry. Um, so just because it's not there, um, look elsewhere. Uh, don't think that uh, you can't find the full text anywhere. So this is the full text portion. Uh, we write the introduction, uh, Dr. Panis and I. Uh, and then uh, we go into methods, uh, the Cockcroft-Galt equation you'll see here. Um, and this was what was used to, uh, I remember the calculation, uh, we used to measure glomerular filtration rate. Uh, and there's some controversy that has been uh, called into question in terms of what scoring mechanism uh, should be used where. Um, as it turns out, uh, there's different classification systems, um, which needs to be understood better. Um, I actually talked with the, uh, a person that is uh, responsible for comparing uh, uh, renal sort of deficiencies and seeing um, which one works the best. Um, so here are the results um, and I'm not going to go over everything I just wanted you to give a get a flavor of an uh, article which is quantitative. Uh, I hope this has given you enough information to complete your assignment this week and um, I've added some content in here which is while it is beyond the scope of the course um, I think it's good for you to get to know. Thank you for listening.